Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. I'm like I'm like the crowd at the Olympic Games doing a slow clap and I'm gonna build up to the intro. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user generated movie creation podcast. It's still that. It's always been that. The message has never changed. We've never veered off peace. We've stayed true to our message from day one. And after a hundred episodes, we'll reveal ourselves to be a cult. Everyone would have been brainwashed by episode 100. Great. Without, without him realizing that sleeper cells for our organization. The rules are simple. Every episode, we can read out as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where it'll be locked in a cave, presumed dead, until rising a few days later, renewed and ready to rumble. I'm Joel, a man who puts the erection in resurrection. I've just had to re-record that in the first time John really laughed. And across from me is John Harris, a man who follows a Jordan B. Peterson-style diet. But instead of eating nothing but meat, he eats only Easter eggs from April the 15th until autumn every year, claiming it gives him greater clarity of thoughts, more energy, and a renewed libido. Hello, John. A renewed libido. Renewed libido. Where's my... It's quite a satisfying coupling of words. Renewed libido. Mm. What about my renewed libido? (laughs) You don't want that. Um, How do you feel about that? Eating only Easter eggs? I feel I feel pretty disgusted. I, as a kid, you could eat like Easter eggs or like chocolate until like the cows came home, mm. which they did, asking for their milk back. Um, <laughs> but now as an adult, you know, even just the idea of half an Easter egg, I'm I'm starting to get that kind of like Claggy sugary throat. Fro- throat feeling. Horrible. Mm. Claggy throat. That's our band, isn't it? Claggy throat. Yeah. Being supported by the Shandy apologists. Uh, also supported by Renewed Libido. Great stuff. Should we do some films? Yes, please. This one's from Stu. PewDiePie hard. <laughs> he is quite hard and cool. Is he? Edgy. No, he's the internet's bad dude. Yeah. But he's got so many subscribers. Wow. He's, is... in a, he's in a battle now, isn't he? With There's an Indian channel that makes... I'm not sure if it's like fiction or short dramas, but they keep overtaking each other in the number of subscribers on YouTube. They do, yeah. Mm. I think actually... I think he's officially conceded defeat to that channel now. Yes! So that's good. He's no longer... How far behind are we? We're third, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who goes... Goes those two channels, and then there's a really big gap. Yeah, and then it's us, and then it's uh, Sai from from Gangnam Style. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. PewDiePie, hard. Yeah, 
it's PewDiePie. So PewDiePie is locked in YouTube headquarters in London. Yeah, I like that. I've been there, and they have uh, free coffee. Oh, what? No <laughs> way. Uh, just a little glimpse into my showbiz wow. life. Wow. Free coffee? Free coffee, yeah. And wow. uh, I've also got a free stick of gum. No shit. Gum? For wow. post-coffee. No way. That mm. is really considerate. It's very considerate, isn't it? YouTubers have to always smell and look good. <laughs> Which is why they kick me out. Yeah. Because I stank. I really you look great. You looked really good I look, that day. I did look really good, but it's always one or the other with me. You, fa- you failed the smell test. Oh, you smell amazing today, let me say. That's why <laughs> I've only ever been on literal blind dates or dates with people that can't smell. Ah. How, how big is that pool out of interest? Uh, they won't let me in the swimming pools anymore because <laughs> of the smell. Right, so PewDiePie, I think, you know, because he's the bad boy of YouTube, maybe the YouTube people have locked him there until he basically... Maybe he's the hands groover of this piece. Mm, that's better. So YouTube stopped monetizing all of his videos because yep. of bad things. Mm. And he tries to take over YouTube HQ. Yeah. And another YouTuber. Who's a good YouTuber? Well, uh, a kind YouTuber. <laughs> uh, who's, who's the kindest YouTuber? The big question. Uh, there's, that good, there's that guy that I like who went to the EDL rally. Oh. He, he pretended he was EDL Nico. fan TV. Yeah, he's quite cool, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the good guy in our piece. Fair play. He's, yeah. yeah, I can take Nico as the good guy. There you go. So... The thing is, this is all good and well, and then PewDiePie sees the errors in his ways and makes a public apology, but it's too late because TikTok has taken over. TikTok Tower. <laughs> and well, the, the clock's ticking. Exactly. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I still haven't become a TikTok millionaire. Just out of interest. How's that going? How's that campaign? Uh, I've said it's gone back a few steps. Yeah? Yeah. I haven't got TikTok app on my phone anymore. Um, because the amount of notifications it sent was <laughs> upsetting. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Get off TikTok. You're too old. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. We're all friends here. Uh, you're older than me, so fuck off. Uh, how about this from Martin? Out of blue. So imagine a world. Oh, here we go. Yeah, you're thinking. What are you thinking? Without any, without the color blue. No. Without the band blue. No. Without porn. Ah. ah. Pretty clever. So it's been a while since an Imagine a World yeah. genre film. Um, so this one's from Martin. So the world's run out of porn, and it's about one pervy old man trying to find some porn. It's like that kids' TV show I really liked, where the chocolate, well, not anything to do with porn, <laughs> where there was no chocolate, and yeah. people were making chocolate in their basement. So in this one, people are making hardcore porn in their basement. Wow. I mean, so the thing about that, cho- so that show. At the time, I had I had no recollection of this show, mm-hmm. but then Jason got in touch and found the page for it and said um, he's a um, a law enforcement against prohibition person, and he said that it was an allegory for uh, the kind of it was a prohibition allegory, and as such, we were actually massively backing his cause without even realizing it. Yeah, by talking about that show, we're just that like woke, I guess. I, I'd say we are pretty woke. Um, so wait, what's happening? No, let's make it blue the band. I don't yeah. like how much of a pervert Martin is who sent this idea in. Well, and also, I, look, Martin, it's fine. I'm happy for you to kind of... We, it should be discussed. It's an important topic. You know, the, this weird internet ban that's happening. We've talked about it already, about people having to go to the corner, corner shops. Shop for 12 porn. pawns, yeah. please. I am an 18-year-old man, which is weird. But yeah. the idea of running out of... I don't know. I can't understand how pornography can become finite. Does that make sense? They, they, they said the same about chocolate. <laughs> No, but that's a resource. You can't reaccess a chocolate bar once you've consumed it. No, I guess. But you, the guys at Mars have surely got some sort of contingency plan, so they're not going to run out. If they, if they, yes, fine. we've seen Greg Wallace in the factories. He can't oh, believe how many there are. This stuff is not on facts. 
maybe instead of instead of it running out, this old man has watched it all. What this is? He's consumed. He's, he's completed porn, <laughs> and he's just tried desperate to find a new kink. Yeah, and oh. turns out it's, the real kink is true love. Hmm. There you go. Or what about Out of Blue? Is that film that's coming out about the guy who who discovered who pretends he's written all the Beatles songs, but it's just blue, and they just have, he just has a middling pop career. <laughs> Imagine if no one had ever heard the music of Blue yeah. and he woke up one day with like all rise in his head. And he sings it to his family and they're like, yeah, it's, it's fine. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. All right, yeah, no worries. That's quite funny, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so he just invents Blue. Yeah, but then he doesn't... And he recruits three other people and they're all actual Blue members, but he gets them from normal day, day, everyday jobs. Which oh. they, I mean, they might have anyway. Anthony working in Costa. Anthony's actually working in a Costa. Simon, he kills insects. He's a pest controller. Oh. he's web. And <laughs> Lee Ryan is an assassin. Oh, no <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, be, he'll be the hardest one to convince. Duncan? From Blue. That's his surname, What's right? Duncan from Blue up to in this world? Uh, marine biologist. Very nice. That's where the blue comes yeah, from. Yeah, and it's, this guy goes around the world putting blue together. It's a fun idea. Yeah, they're reluctant at first. Weirdly, the most reluctant one is Anthony because he loves co- he loves his job as a barista. He's like a singing barista. Ah, oh, yeah. that's nice. Mm. Anyway, what are we talking about? Not Out sure. It's very warm. <laughs> uh, what about this one from Colin Shazamo? Every time a costume superhero says that word, he turns into classic Grange Hill character Zamo Maguire. Good, good. Zamo's before our time, isn't he? I don't. Is Zamo the Zamo. one that died of drugs? Di- he died. There's a character on Grange Hill that died of drugs miscellaneous drugs and that's just that's the just say no campaign mm. you know the just say no campaign there was a song just say no i think zamo might have died of drugs or had some drug trouble oh no so for him to hallucinate superheroes no so they turn into zamo yeah any superhero yeah becomes zamo yeah when they say shazamo they turn into i mean a, how many i assume a teenage lad but what's the motivation for them to say shazamo they're mm. not going to say it are they that, so the supervillain knows that this is the case. Mm-hmm. So it somehow tricks Superman into saying it. Shazamo. De- Maybe, yeah, him. he gets him to say a sort of a collection of words. Yeah. Yeah, and repeat back just yeah. parts of those words. Yeah, and yeah. Superman's just totally cool with it. I remember... Yeah, sure, Lex Luthor. I, I, can, I actually have seen this done. Okay. I vividly remember when I was at primary school in year five, we had a uh, substitute teacher coming for a bit. Yeah. And it was like end of year stuff. It was like the last yeah. few weeks of term. I mean, it was all bets were off. You know, no one was doing any work. Um, and he had like this mad kind of point system behind every class. <clears throat> and everyone was on like some sort of league table and we're all being ranked and there were all sorts of games and tasks. And then if you had to forfeit, he would make you get up in front of the class and um, he would like have this word game where you'd have to read out like certain letters of words and things. And you'd, re- you'd sort of like say, I am an ass. <laughs> That was, what? Like, that was like his big trick wow. without realising. And you'd get to the end of it and you'd have said, I'm an ass." You're about nine years old. And then you'd have to get your bum out for it. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> so I, I can, I've seen how this could be done. I've met the supervillain who could do this ah, to Superman. So I was mi- very much like Superman at that age. Mr. I can't think of a generic Luther. supply teacher. Mr. Luther. Like Lex Luther. I, I know. I, I'm here. I, was, mm. I'm, I understand superhero stuff. I'm surprised, Mr. Riddler. You, I'm surprised you managed to have a supply teacher at the end of term who managed to get you guys to do anything. Uh, another quick su- substitute teacher anecdote. Yeah. We had an English substitute teacher who came in, I would say, for the month before our English GCSEs. Well, all our GCSEs. 
um, although they were all in English, um, for our English GCSEs. It came in a month before, and we were doing H.G. Wells' The Time Machine. Yeah. A classic piece oh, of literature. Yeah. Bear in mind, it's about a month before exams. And, I mean, the man was so clueless. I'm not going to say his name because he, uh, I don't want to. I mean, there's no way he's still working. A, because of age, and B, because I'm what's about to tell you. And he, he came into class, and he was like, right, why don't you all draw what you think a time machine might look like <laughs> a month before our GCSE? <laughs> and then it went downhill from there for no the month. Way. It was chaos, absolute chaos, yeah. Did the examiners appreciate you drawing in the final exam? Well, I'm st- you know, I'm, I'm, I did A-level, so I guess so. <laughs> Must have been a bloody good drawing. My I drew it like an acrostic poem. My oh. essay was actually, it was actually really good stuff, and it was also in the, sp- in the shape of a time machine. I vividly remember a supply teacher one time, and this is the this is the greatest thing that could ever happen in a classroom with a supply teacher. A pigeon just flew in. <laughs> and, and you, became the supply teacher. And obviously, because there's a supply teacher, everyone loses their minds. Yeah. They're standing yeah. on the oh, tables, yeah, yeah. acting Brilliant. like it's the most Brilliant. terrifying thing in the world. Yeah. And then the supply teacher, she decides her tactic to get the pigeon out. And to a bunch of teenagers, this is the funniest thing that's ever happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She decided to stand in the doorway... And coo and try and no, blow air no, into the no, room. No, no, like, no, 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 no. Oh, that was uh, her last day at that school. Yeah. <laughs> the pigeon or the teacher? <laughs> Both. Maddest thing you saw a teacher do? I had a teacher once that was quite annoyed about someone's behaviour in class, just went and picked up all their books in their bag and threw them out the window. <laughs> we were about three or four floors up. Amazing. Just went, just went no, no! <laughs> Just picked it all up and threw it out the window. <laughs> God, I love reminiscing about... Tweet us in the maddest I mean, thing you saw a teacher do. Oh, Genuinely do. do this time, please. Please do. Lots of love and respect for teachers because kids, oh, yeah. kids are the worst people. Oh, wait, yeah. And exactly. if I was a teacher, I'd... Oh, no. Well, I've just had a memory. Oh, gosh. So, I was, it was about year seven. The thing about my school is that I went from never doing a language to doing three languages straight away in year seven. Okay. French, German, and Latin. Latin? Pretty full Very on, right? Gosh, yeah. Pretty full on. Shout out to the grammar schools of Kent for thinking Joel could ever learn Latin. And we're in a class, I think it might have been German in year seven. And the, I was so bad. I, was, I, I don't know why I kept, I kept try, volunteering to get an answer right. And it became like a running joke. And I didn't get an answer right for like 50 minutes. And the teacher said, Joel, if you get an answer right in this class, I will jump up on the table. And the tables are like in a horseshoe shape. Yeah. I'll jump up on this table and I'll run around every table. He must be about 50 odd years old. Um, he was an amazing teacher. If you get one right, I'll jump up and run all the way around. Oh, no. And I would say with a minute to spare, like if you're imagining it like a basketball game, yeah. the buzzer's gone. I'm, I'm shooting a three-pointer from the halfway line. <laughs> I just like absolute Hail Mary of an answer. Got it right. And the whole class was like, yes! And he jumped up <laughs> on the table and he ran around. And at the last table, the ceiling must have had like a beam or something coming down. For it. He just went no. straight into it. Oh, forehead fell, no. <laughs> fell off the table. Oh. But it was, I don't think, it wasn't embarrassing for him because I think it was Quite well liked. Okay, good. So, and he laughed it off. But oh my God, it was hilarious. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyway, if you can top that. Yeah, please do. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. 
So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, what about this one from Lem? What happens in Vegas stays with you for the rest of your life. <laughs> very good. Very good. Like a hangover saw a murder or something? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Mm. We accidentally killed the guy. Yeah, they killed a guy and then they're like leaving Vegas and they're like, hey, don't worry about it. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And then like at night they start hearing sort of casino sounds, <laughs> like a fruit machine and all that sort of stuff. It's just like a bleak kind of art house film about grief. Yeah, and nice. guilt And gambling. Grief, guilt and gambling. That's the tagline. Lovely. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, I think Don't we... gamble your life away. I think we've Better just... tagline, mate. We've just... Uh, that is good as well. Yeah. I think we've just made our first entry to the Cannes Film Festival. It will scare the craps out of you. Mm, not, Five stars. That's one of the reviews. I, you can't <laughs> hold me responsible for that. Mark Kermode. <laughs> Mark Kermode. Sorry. He's not actually Mark Kermode. It's Mark Kermode, the, to- oh, the, the toilet, toilet reviewer. The toilet reviewer. <laughs> he just happened to catch it. He only he only he reviews toilets and films <laughs> where he can make a toilet-based pun. <laughs> this is from friend of the podcast Tom. I've heard of him. Um, have you seen that picture of that Bible Belt Town um, cinema? No. It's gone, it's gone viral. Yeah. And obviously Hellboy's out at the cinema at the moment and they don't want to write Hellboy on their big things. So it's called Heckboy. Yeah, so we're, we're making Heckboy. Or Drag Me to Heck. <laughs> drag, drag Me to Heck. I like yeah. that. So any, any Hell-based film I think is improved with making it Heck. I don't know if there are any more. Bat Out of Heck. <laughs> That's quite good, isn't it? I'll take it. Heck or High Water. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Heckboy. Yeah. Is he like, is he still red with I the horns just, and stuff? No. I think he's just like a much more sort of sanitized, watered down version. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's Big Mo still in it firing a machine gun. That's, oh, absolutely. That really sells it for me. I, a lot of people have reviewed the new Heckboy badly. Yeah. They haven't really mentioned Big Mo shooting everyone with a machine gun, which I think elevates it to sort of Oscar level. So the, all those one star reviews, that one star is exclusively I hope, I hope they caveat Big Mo. One, the, one star asterisk. Dedicated to be, Big Mo. <laughs> I d- yeah I I don't know I'm it's I'm, I had I d- wasn't really that fussed in watching it and then the reviews came out and I thought yeah I'll leave that I'll leave that where it is then yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a it's a ballsy move for them to be like oh yeah fine so what so what Avengers Endgame is coming out in two weeks we'll <laughs> we bring out a superhero we don't give a heck. film we don't. we don't freaking give a heck even demons have their demons apparently the other two heck boys are good I've yeah. never seen them well, they're Guillermo del Toro and he's a pretty solid filmmaker apart from you know. He's divided people with fish fucker, but you know, okay. I didn't. I didn't like saying fish fucker casually like that. I didn't. Like I'm not it a big either. swear guy. I'm no. not. I'm not a huge. You're more. You're a heck boy. guy. I'm a. I'm a heck boy. Yeah. In my head, it's like a nineties. 90- fish flipper. <laughs> it's like a nineties kind of uh, stereotype of what like a geeky version of it would be like. So we're talking broken glasses that have been sellotaped oh, back together, brilliant. inhaler, brilliant. all that kind of awful kind of stereotypes, spots, all that kind of stuff. And maybe at the end, he defeats Hellboy. That's, that's the thing. Awesome. With his wits. Great. Would you like another one from me before we, we move on Kill to ourselves. our lives? Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> what about this one from Con, Florist Gump? Oh, great. Yeah. So Florist Gump is like a kind of like love story, but it's Never like, heard of it, mate. What is it? It's like um, the like background to it is like the whole of 20th century American history. 
So is it whole of 20th century American history of flowers? Yeah, what what big flowers have probably been involved in some pretty big stuff. That process to put one in a gun. Yeah. That's one of flowers. Most Tom famous. Hanks plays that flower. Tom Hanks is that flower. And that flower, you didn't. You thought that was all that flower had done, but oh boy, that flower's lived a life. <laughs> oh, that's quite nice. I like no, that. quite nice. Maybe it's like in a bouquet at a wedding and yeah. someone catches it and they keep that flower. And, and, yeah, and a wreath at a funeral. We just bit, is this just a nice suggestion? And knowing the person who sent it, that's a surprise. And then, you know when the feather flies in Forrest Gump? Yeah. Replace it with a petal. Oh. And then, and then I'll cry. Alternatively, mm. it's the years where Forrest Gump was working at a florist that we didn't see in the original film. They cut the deleted scenes. Yeah, well, they realised that it just didn't have such a big impact on it American didn't meet any history. Sort of, yeah. yeah. You just saw like maybe like a couple TV personalities showed up to to get some flowers, but uh, it just wasn't good enough. I would I would love, or they just look like TV personalities. <laughs> I would love a Forrest Gump a, a sequel where it's just all the stuff he did that never affected American history <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. It's like, but he's really trying because deep down he knows what's happening. Mm. So it's like him. He's like trying to. He, did he meet the Beatles in the, the thing? Maybe. Well, him trying to meet the Beatles. Yeah, and he's just a few rows behind, so he can't affect the Beatles in some sort of tangible way. So they're like, yeah, cut that. From Maybe me. it actually sounds rubbish. More like Forrest Dump, one star, Mark Commode. <sighs> sure, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah, I was you, happy with it. You delayed too much. Can you cut the gap between me saying that and you laughing? Yeah, please? absolutely. I'll Maybe make... put over like crowd cheers. <laughs> hey, do you want an idea from me? Yeah, go on. It's our idea. It's, a, oh, hey, it's the section where we do our own ideas. And then it'll be followed by the section where we don't pick a winner. Red Joan. Yeah. There's a film out at the moment starring Judy Dench. Yeah. Right. Shout out, Judy. <laughs> she, no, she, she's a listener. Yeah, big up, Jude. <laughs> Love you, Jude. Um, hey, Jude. Red Joan. Now, this has got nothing to do with communism. Shout out to the communists that are listening. But there's a, fam- a rumour in my family. <laughs> Have you got family-based rumours? <laughs> yes. Have you? Yeah. Share, share, have a thing, make one up in your mind now and then share it afterwards. Um, make one up in my mind? So you sort of said yes, like you just wanted to be part of the cool gang. That's oh, no, I've got, I've got one. Okay, cool. Well, save it for a second. When I was younger, my dad told me that my nan had to go to the doctors and she was advised to eat more vegetable. Hey, that's not a rumour. That's pretty standard advice. <laughs> Even in Kent. <laughs> you know, that, you'll get that from a lot of doctors. There aren't many doctors that will say eat fewer vegetables. Yeah, yeah. You know, unless they're in the pocket of big meat. <laughs> big carb. Big carb. Well, I'm I'm in big carb pockets, and I'm voluntarily in there. Um, I'm such a spokesperson for carbs. Anyway, you're distracting me, John. Uh, and she really got into red peppers. She couldn't really find not the guy who does the voiceovers. What? The guy who does the Hollywood voiceover. He's called Red Pepper. It's called, his name's Red Pepper. No, it is. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, she didn't really get into red pepper. No. And the doctor was like, "What? You, your conditions didn't." <laughs> She's like listening to film trailers worse. to go to yeah, sleep. Yeah, she should listen to film. What? But I've been consuming so much red pepper. <clears throat> anyway, she really got into red peppers because she couldn't find many vegetables that she liked. And my dad told me that she went red. <laughs> like it changed the pigment of her skin. Is that true? Well. I think we've discussed this before, but I've definitely heard the rumour that someone drank too much Sunny D. And yeah, because we we discussed this and someone drank too much Sunny D and went orange. And then we talked about the fact that I didn't even realise this. There were two flavours of Sunny D. California and Florida flavour. Yep. Orange and orange. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realise. East Coast and West Coast flavour. Sorry. So, yeah. Flamingos are pink because of the, the shrimp the pr- they Prawns. Have we discussed all of this before? Maybe. Mm. Anyway, so my nan went red. Yeah, that, Sounds like that a Roald Dahl book, doesn't it? That Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. And that was uh, sort of a rumour that was passed through the family. And I think about it every time I see a red pepper. So is the film... I think, how many of these bad boys? And some, you know, I've, I've had days where I've eaten 10. 
and nothing. I don't wake up the next morning any different sort of shade. Um, this morning I I ate four eggs, which is probably like a, it's more than it's more than a normal amount of eggs. I'd yeah, say. yeah, yeah. It's on the upper normal. What form did echelon. you have them in? Raw, boiled. Mm. No, you didn't. I did. You didn't eat four boiled yes, eggs. I did. No, you didn't. Why? Well, That's not... mad. Okay. You boiled and ate four eggs. Yeah. Fuck off. So That's I... an unacceptable way to eat four <laughs> eggs. If you said scrambled, yes. Omelette, yes. Um, fried. fried mm, that's a lot. Four boiled eggs. Are they all in the... And, and you decided. You thought, or did you keep making them? Or did you go, no, I need... No, I the amount of eggs. Eating... The amount of eggs I want to eat is four. I didn't or boil did you one boil... and then go, one more. <laughs> Well, that's more normal. You thought, oh, it's a four-egg day today. Yeah. Because you text the WhatsApp I've been on the Shandies yesterday. So I needed... So you needed four eggs? <laughs> yeah. No. It's not acceptable to boil four eggs, unless you're maybe in a family of four. <laughs> Did you have soldiers with every one? Did you eat a loaf of bread this morning as well? <laughs> I had two slices of bread. What <laughs> are you talking about? Two slices of bread just about makes one boiled egg. And then you just ate three boiled eggs hot. Popping around in your hand like a hot potato. You juggle the eggs out of the pan. This wasn't even the point. Right, well, it is now. <laughs> and it turned out my six-month-old niece had had two eggs this morning. And I was thinking, at what point, how many eggs do I need to consume to be more mass-to-egg ratio? <laughs> I think I'd have to eat, like, 24 at least, surely. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're on track. <laughs> Don't do that again. Don't do that again. <laughs> you can't tell you can't me. Boil four. I'm going to take photos of my four boiled eggs and send they're them. They're all to in you. the pan together. Yeah. What did you think to yourself when you were watching them? Mm. This is fine. I'm I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm not having a breakdown. You really you woke up having and a thought, breakdown. You woke up and thought I want four boiled eggs. Yes. Oh god. All right. Tweet. Most eggs you've ever eaten. Tweet us. Yeah. Most <laughs> eggs you've ever eaten in one sitting. And uh, craziest thing a teacher's done. I genuinely want the second. If, one. I mean, if they're both linked. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> if a substitute teacher sat and ate four boiled eggs in front of you. Oh, God. All right. Shall we move on to my idea? Yes. Uh, John Wicks. Eggs, man. <laughs> John Wicks. So, hardware store or website design? Hardware store, I'm thinking. So, um, so the, like the, the greatest DIY man, that's what they call them, yeah. is retired. Handyman. Handyman, thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, he's affiliated with Wix for whatever for for, for nominative determinism reasons. Mm-hmm. He his dog gets killed, and but he doesn't know by which major hardware shop it's done home by base. home base. Well, we don't know. Maybe that's the spot. Yeah, but they're the evil ones, aren't they? So then he goes through every single hardware shop, killing everyone until he finds. There's so much fun to be had there. You can kill. I reckon. Yeah, hardware stores have got more ways to kill people than any other store. Lawnmower. American listeners, we don't have gun shops here. Well, that would be boring. Surely you wouldn't want a final shootout in a film. No, I wouldn't. But what I'm saying, if an American's listening and going, huh, they think a hardware store's got more ways to kill someone than any other store. We've got a gun store, but we uh, don't yeah, have a gun fine. store. MDF. Nail gun. Hammer. Soil. Paint. Gravel. Gravel. Gravel would be fun. It would be a fun way to kill someone. Cement. Yeah, all of those things. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, he just goes on a killing rampage. Oh, that's fun. I'm not actually big into the... The John Wick's films, I feel like that's something, that's a, a, like a hole in my modern film, film mm. knowledge. I feel like it's something I should catch up on, particularly with the trailer for the next one. Have you seen it where he's like, there's like a sequence where he's on a horse and there are people in motorcycles yeah, yeah, yeah. shooting at him. I mean, come on. That's great. And it's Keanu Reeves. Maybe he goes to pets at home as well then. Yeah. Mm. Kills all the... No. no he get, he builds he an animal army. He pets at home. Oh. Uh, but then he builds an animal army. Yeah, of course he builds an animal army because he can talk to the animals. 
They've not mentioned that in the John Wick films yet. Sorry. It's, 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 it's canon. They're backdoor sequels to the Dr. Doolittle franchise. <laughs> you just, it's just not mentioned. Dr. Killmany. Do you know Robert Downey Jr. is doing the Dr. Doolittle? What? Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, well, that's the... Hey, that, that kind of brings us to the end of the show. Uh, John, as we do every week, should we vote for a winner? Oh, yeah. I can't remember any of them. I think the winner was probably Out of Blue. Yeah? Or Heck Boy. Or something you said. Yeah, I was about to say, um, what about PewDiePie Hard? That's good. Stu can win. Hey, that brings us to the end of the show. We know it's the end of the show because there's a knock, knock, knock at the studio door. And entering the studio, it's Heck Boy! Ah. A sanitised version of a demon, which we've all got. Hey, that was good, John. Yeah, you happy? I'm happy. You're happy. I'm warm. I'm covered I'm in a coffee my hands. stain. <clears throat> no, that was that was symmetrical because you know we clapped. We clapped in. Hey, the other day we clapped out, and I've got the clap. I was on a train and I was tapping my foot. Yeah. And then a woman was walking down the train. It was like an overground or something where you can walk yeah. right through. And the the heel of her shoe matched exactly the tap I was doing. No way. I was with my friends. And they were like, this is so freaky. And then they started doing it. And it felt, I felt like it was in a West End musical. No way. I thought everyone on the tube was yeah. going to break into song. But then she just walked past. Someone just like but, creeps out the back with the bass. <laughs> That'd be nice, wouldn't it, if life yeah. was more like that? Flushing the toilet to the time of it. I, I thought I hated musicals, but I, I've learned to love them in my adult life. Mm, I'm still agnostic. Oh! <laughs> that made such a satisfying noise. I, I threw a bit of paper at John's head. And that's how we end. Boy! The mics are still on. 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 Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media, then you'll be the best listener.